Hi, I'm Patty Rada with Hims, and I'm with Jeff Needham, Principal Healthcare Solutions, MongoDB. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks for having me, Patty. So for today's podcast, Bring the Fire Inside for Digital Transformation, we're going to talk about how a standard schema is the spark that's digitally transforming healthcare. So Jeff, we've had many engaging conversations about fire on numerous occasions here at HIMSS. For the benefit of our listeners who may not know exactly what that is, could you give us a short description? Sure. The fire standard is a, a common set of schema uh, definitions and APIs. So what that really means is when providers or patients look up records or providers provide uh, diagnoses reporting back to payers, for example, whomever it is in the healthcare landscape, when they share information, they're doing so with a common basically data model. And they're doing so over REST-based APIs, which are basically similar to how we exchange information and see information on our phones, for example, through mobile. Great. So why is FHIR so significant from your perspective as a technology provider? I think first and foremost, Patty, it's a mandate from CMS. So it really, when you think about that, that represents work and it represents IT work and it represents change. Secondly, MongoDB is particularly interested in FHIR because it's a data integration challenge. And that's one of the things that we're particularly good at is integrating lots of complex data from lots of various different sources. And thirdly, um, the FHIR schema standard is actually JSON. Uh, MongoDB is uh, the, pretty much the premier JSON database in the market right now. But more importantly, JSON is ubiquitous. Uh, it's in, again, it's in REST-based APIs. It's in databases now. Uh, it's in con configurations that developers work with. Uh, so, and thirdly, I think really FHIR dates back to 2014. And because legacy systems, many legacy systems were built long before then, they're not compliant with that FHIR standard. So there's a tremendous challenge, um, but in that challenge lies the opportunity for change. And I think one of the most difficult things to contend with regarding legacy systems and modernization is that varying data schemas and standards um, are, they're hard to wrestle. You know, if you put five data architects in the same room, you'll get five different ways to solve a problem. And so why we think FHIR is so significant is it simplifies all of that and says, don't worry about the schema, here it is. You can now move on to the implementation work. So Jeff, you mentioned in our last conversation that MongoDB sees FHIR as a catalyst uh, or an opportunity to modernize legacy systems. Can you expand on that for us? Yeah, sure, Patty. It's um, a data integration challenge. Um, so what we mean by that is that half of, half of the battle really is um, adopting a single schema um, that you're going to transform your legacy systems to. Um, many organizations have uh, patient information or diagnosis information in lots of different formats, really depending upon the technology platform that that data sits in. So I think really the opportunity for change here is now you can sort of um, move everything into a single standard. Right. So if buyer sells half of the equation by providing that canonical schema to move to, you know, what's the other half? The other half is, uh, is the actual implementation now, the data integration work. Just because you've got FHIR APIs and you can send data to external parties and receive information from external parties doesn't mean that that information is now interoperable with your existing legacy systems. And I think that data integration challenge translates into 
Should we modernize our legacy systems? Should we replace our legacy systems? Should we build something entirely new uh, just so we can make sure that the existing information that we have can um, be interoperable with our fire APIs? So it's a, it's a data integration challenge um, with lots of use cases, Patty. Great, so how are you seeing organizations tackle the modernization challenge and are you seeing any particular approaches that are more successful than others? Yeah, we're seeing a few different approaches. Um, I think one, um, sometimes it's, it's, it can be a, a almost paralysis where there's so much legacy systems to unwind, you don't know where to start. Um, you've got patient electronic healthcare record information, payer information, uh, lots of different types of information uh, bound up in legacy systems. None of it's interoperable with the fire format, but now, but now you have the CMS mandate that says you need to get information from your legacy systems and put it in that fire format to make it available uh, to the entities that you share and exchange information with. So where do you start? Um, and the, the second um, the second challenge and approach is basically sort of a cloud migration lift and shift, sort of a checkbox compliance. Let's not worry about our legacy systems, but let's just make sure we have at least an API layer um, around them that can ingest and serve some of the data, but it's not really integrated with the legacy system in real time. And I think the third approach that we're seeing is really the one that's the most successful. Um, organizations are saying, let's contain our legacy system um, let's not rewrite or unwind or replace our legacy system because that would be too costly. Um, and let's create an operational data layer um, that exposes the information in the legacy system and keeps it in sync with the legacy system, but then lands it in an operational data layer in the FHIR standard. So then the FHIR APIs that we need for compliance can interact with that data in real time. So a patient calls for a record, it's served up in, you know, in milliseconds, a, a provider posts the diagnosis, it's committed to the ODL. It's then synced with the legacy system you know, in, in milliseconds. And I think what's important, it's a blend, it's a, a, it's a blend of buy versus build. Uh, you know, we believe that like competitive advantage can't just be bought off the shelf. If your competitors can buy a fire solution, anybody can buy that fire solution. That's not enough to give you competitive advantage. So we believe that you need to blend um, that solution with your own legacy data. So the answer that we feel is probably the most prudent and most feasible uh, is to build an operational data layer to, uh, to integrate your, your legacy system data with the FHIR APIs. Great. So for an organization, you know, as we're talking about with dozens or even hundreds of legacy systems, you know, it seems like it might be an overwhelming task to figure out where or how to get started with modernization. So, you know, you talked about the three different approaches. Um, you know, what would your advice be to an organization struggling with this scenario? I think the, that's a great question. And I think you, the organization should really ask itself, do you really want to unwind all of your legacy system and replace that legacy system? and spend you know, years and lots of time and money um, when you can simply build an operational data layer around that and make that data available in it and then build the features against that data um, that get you fire compliant. I think where to start with that um, would be probably identifying the particular domains that are of utmost importance and triaging them isolating the types of use cases within those domains that are the most significant, that have the most data that's going to be the most uh, uh, in demand or interacted with through your fire APIs, 
and then begin mapping your existing um, databases to that fire standard. So does the MongoDB platform provide any compelling advantages when it comes to legacy modernization? Yeah, I think we have a lot of advantages in that, in that space. Um, first and foremost, um, when you're talking about lots of legacy systems that now need to be integrated with an entirely new data standard, that's a lot of data integration work. Um, and one thing that we're seeing is that if you've got a Fire API and a provider posts a record to it or a patient calls it and, and asks for a record, the time it takes to call your legacy system and translate the legacy system data into the Fire format is usually too prohibitive to be done in real time. So you want that ODL layer and you want that ODL layer because then the Fire APIs can interact with that data in real time. So you can give a real-time experience uh, to, your, to your customers and patients and providers. So the MongoDB platform offers the ability to integrate lots of different data types um, and different formats very quickly into one database. And the advantage of the platform is it's JSON. The FHIR standard is already JSON. MongoDB doesn't operate on a single schema like a relational database. Um, it has a polymorphic flexible schema, which is great because um, some of the FHIR data has lots of polymorphism. Um, for example, you might have a patient record that today has no diagnoses, but the patient goes to the doctor and now there's three diagnoses. Tomorrow, a week later, there's seven diagnoses. And when you think about it, that schema, underlying schema, and it from a data model perspective, it will not be the same today as it will be you know, three or four months from now with lots of different diagnoses added to that patient record. And so the MongoDB document model offers a flexible schema. So as you bring more of your fire, the fire resources online and you add more attribution to your APIs, you simply add that to the MongoDB document model um, and you don't have to unwind and undo schema uh, like you do in the relational databases. And I think if you consider what that work would look like typically and traditionally, if we were going to start down the path of um, modernizing legacy, we're going to start with an agile team, we're going to slowly refactor some of those fire resources, we're going to slowly and incrementally evolve our data model over time. What the benefit of the MongoDB platform allows for is you're not constantly reworking and reworking your DDL, reworking your data model, reworking your database objects. So the document model solves for a lot of challenges that I think are, are in the way of incrementally implementing FHIR. Right. So Jeff, lastly, two questions. Why do anything and why now? I think why do anything and why now um, is because we can. I think we have the technology um, and we have the ability to solve these problems and deliver really great experiences uh, to patients in the healthcare space. You know, when you think about FHIR, FHIR wasn't necessarily the, the, the folks at CMS saying they wanted a particular data standard. The folks at CMS recognized that if they put a new data standard in place, it potentially would lower the barrier of entry for building applications applications that integrate complicated data 
applications that integrate complicated data to, to provide value for patients. And that value is really about driving meaningful healthcare outcomes. So really, when you think about it, the fire standard, why do anything and why now, is because we can actually help patients, um, we can drive better healthcare outcomes for patients because of this fire standard. So I'm, you said a lot of really great things. Um, so I'm gonna try and do a couple of key takeaways for our listeners. Um, you know, fire is this change agent. Uh, and as you said, you know, the purpose of it was not to create more chaos in, in the uh, industry, you know, but to be able to have a standard so that everyone can share information with the, you know, end goal of uh, improving, you know, patient uh, outcomes. So, um, you know, fire is a change agent. Uh, which means you need to modernize your, um, you know, your systems. And uh, when you think of modernization, you think of, oh my gosh, replacement, but that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. You know, talking about data integration of legacy systems, you know, there are different approaches that you can do where you're not ripping and replacing, you know, doing a complete overhaul and it needn't be, you know, this huge costly, you know, many years uh, uh, integration process. Um, and, you know, you talked about an operational data layer, which, which in, when I think about it is this actual layer where that, uh, you know, works with the uh, uh, legacy systems, um, that data goes into that data layer and, um, you know, is now, be, is now integrated in real time and is now be, uh, able to be used by the providers so that they can deliver care. So that's my layperson sort of observation of how this all works. So I'm gonna hand it back over to you, um, Jeff. Yeah, thank you, Patty. Um, really, that's the, that's the key takeaway really is you do not have to replace legacy in order to provide these new kind of compelling features that are gonna help patients drive better healthcare outcomes. And in fact, you probably don't wanna replace legacy. It may just be simply too costly and take too long um, you can actually, with the MongoDB platform and an ODL, you know, within months, you can be delivering these kind of outcomes and be fire compliant, and, you know, as opposed to years of time that it would take to replace a legacy system. Great. So, Jeff, where can our listeners find out more about MongoDB? Uh, you can go to mongodb.com forward slash industries forward slash healthcare uh, and view our healthcare landing page. Great. And thank you so much for your time, Jeff. Yeah, thank you for having us again, Patty. We really appreciate it.